Welcome to Coffee and Communion. I'm Christina. And I'm Cassie. This is a podcast about communion and community and a radical friendship with God and others. So, it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast, Cassie. And, you know, that's life. It's up and it's down. And Cassie, what have you been up to lately? I've been doing a lot of schoolwork and staying busy that way, but also like being involved in my diocese and hanging out with with just friends and having Mm. those authentic real friendships and growing in community that way. Yeah, that's super important. Christina. Community (laughs) and friendship and uh, supporting the diocese and doing different things throughout the diocese. Uh, What have I been up to? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Life is crazy. Life is new. (laughs) And, you know, there's always changes going on. Um, So since the last last podcast, uh, I've started a new job still within the church. I love Holy Mother Church a lot. um, And I want to help it in whatever way I can. And the Lord quite literally brought me... um, I really think to where I am today, I didn't go looking for this job. It just kind of came to me. Um, and actually, the how I made the decision about the job after it came upon me was through prayer, which we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about relationship with God. So how would you describe relationship with God, Cassie? At the core, I think it's just a friendship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so often we like think we have to have this perfect prayer life and do all these devotions, but like, like those are good things that we can grow in relationship with God. But it is ultimately a friendship. Like thinking about like me and Christina, we're friends. Like we don't mm. only talk when like things are good and we're thriving in life. If you have those authentic friends, you can share the highs and the lows and like give, share that like burden and whatever you may be holding with them. And the same goes for God. Like it's a two-way street. Like he wants to talk back to you so much. And I think <laughs> that is, I guess, my definition of relationship with God and yeah how to start Mm -hmm. yeah I would definitely agree it's I mean down to simply the basics it's it's a friendship and a a relationship with God is prayer Um, but the catechism of the catholic church in paragraph 2565 the first sentence of it states quote in the new covenant prayer is the living relationship of the children of God with their father who is good beyond measure with his son, Jesus Christ, and with his Holy Spirit, end quote. Um, And really in that, what really stood out to me is it's a living relationship. Like you have to take an active part in your relationship with God. You can't just expect God to do all the work. Although God is the one who prompts this relationship and has brought us into existence um, specifically through the Holy Spirit who prompts you to pray and prompts you to have that conversation with God. But it, it's got to be living and real if you want to enter deeper into communion, into relationship with God. Um, so Cassie, what has your relationship with God looked like throughout your life, like as a child and to like where it is now? I think as a kid, I saw my relationship with God that God was afar in the sky. Um, and he was 
far from me and I didn't think he was close to me. And the only prayer and conversation I had with God was only at mass and only when I really like needed things and things were like really bad. But as I developed that prayer, it's definitely grown so much. Um, uh, in every relationship, you have those highs and lows. And I think I describe my relationship with God as a roller coaster because um, mm. we have these seasons of desolation and consolation. Um, but I think now, like, a word that comes to mind is like my lover, um, my mm, foundation. My lover. <laughs> yes. And yes. uh, going back to my lover, like, he calls us his beloved and just mm. like, Anytime that's like said at mass, I just like light up because it's the truth. Like the world tells us so many lies about our identity, but like God is like, hey, no, you're my beloved and that's all that matters. Um, How would you expand further on like that word beloved? That's a good one. <laughs> that's so hard. Um, my beloved. Like what does that look like? I think just like knowing that you are so loved by the Father and that we don't have to earn His love. Mm. He gives it so freely to us. And so often we look into the world and to guys or relationships that you're in, if you are a guy, a woman, um, and you seek that love and you think you have to, you are trying to earn that person's love, but that doesn't go for God. Um, we don't have to be perfect people because we're human and we're broken and fallen people. And he loves us anyways. He wants that whole heart of ours, the messy and the ugly part and not just mm. the good part. Um, and just him proclaiming that truth over us and our identity, like it only lies in God and the world feeds us so many lies that are so hard not to believe sometimes. Um, so true. Yeah. And I don't know, going back to like my relationship as I was a kid with God, like I always knew of God, but I didn't truly know who he was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was in my youth group in high school, like I want to say middle of high school that I was on a retreat um, and we were learning about charismatic prayer and had adoration and that's the first time I like really felt God's presence and love for me in like a way that I to this day can't really describe um, and he's <laughs> sometimes you know I get mad at God but that's okay because God's a big God that and so can take anything yeah. Um, and it's not always sunshine and rainbows either because life is messy, um, and we're messy people, but just sharing whatever's on my heart with God and being authentic and honest with him, um, is, I guess, how I would really describe my relationship with him now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So a little bit about my relationship with God throughout my life, um, cradle Catholic, um, but as a young child, I, you know, I listened to my parents. We went to mass every Sunday because that's what we were supposed to do. When I received the sacrament of reconciliation, I would go with my school. I went to a Catholic school. So then I would just go 
when they told us to go during the day, usually around Advent, Lent, Christmas, Easter, the special holidays. Um, and then, you know, at home, my parents would talk about God and being good people because that's what God desires of us is to be Jesus to other people. And then, you know, grace before meals and, you know, the rosary sometimes. Um, and then as I got older, my confirmation, I think, is when I really started to desire and yearn to have that intimate relationship, real, authentic relationship with God. Um, one of my sisters, one of my older sisters, I have, how many sisters do I have? <laughs> I have seven sisters and one brother. Um, and one of my older sisters gave me this journal. And I was like, okay. Um, and I really recommend journals to people because that's when I really started to write in it. I'd like address it to God. I'd be like, dear God, and just write out what was going on in life and just tell him everything and be real with him. Cause I don't think I really did that when I was younger. It was just like saying our prayers, which are good to do. Um, God wants like this real and intimate relationship with us and not just those prayers. They are good and given to us by God, but he wants this real authenticness and the messiness and brokenness like Cassie was talking about. Um, so after I received confirmation, I got more into the messiness of life. Like God, why does this happen? And why do bad things happen and different things and having this, you know, open conversation with him. And then in college, I went to Ave Maria University, wonderful Catholic university that I would like love to go back to the small little Catholic town, but God has called me out of that small little Catholic town and into the real world to encounter people that really, really need Christ and to meet people who are Christ to them. Um, and I'm blessed that the Lord has called me to that um, every single day of my life. I hope that I am a witness of Christ, which first starts with that relationship. I can't be a witness of Christ if I don't first have a relationship with, with him, which is of utmost importance. So then in college, I started to go to adoration more. And I would bring to like every single decision to me, to him, like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Okay, God, what do you think about him? Like, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Sometimes through 54 day novenas, God said, go break up with the boyfriend. It happened. Our lady come, came through. And then I started to have more, you know, relationships with the saints. People were in heaven with God already. And I want to be a saint. So I started to learn more about them. And the thing to be remember about saints is, and somebody told me this, that like, you need to be saint, whatever your name is. Because for a really long time after I got hooked on St. Teresa of Calcutta, people would be like, Christina, you're not St. Teresa. You need to be soon to be St. Christina. Go do what Christina's supposed to do and not what St. Teresa of Calcutta was called to do. Maybe God will call you to some crazy thing like that, but it'll be what he wants you to do and not what you think you want to do. Um, so throughout my adult life, I, I run to him all the time with all of my problems and it's, it's a wave. Um, some days I'm really mad at God. I'm like, God, why are you doing this to me? God, why have you abandoned me? Even though God has never abandoned any single one of us. He's sitting there going, uh-huh. I'm going to let you scream at me and yell at me, but I've never abandoned you in my life. I brought you into existence and I love you and I want you and I want everybody on this earth and I want you to help 
people to come to know me through you because God wants every single one of us to be in relationship with him. And praise God, I'm at where I am in my relationship, my prayer life with God, because there's so many people who aren't there and I want to help them. And if you're one of them and you're like, I don't know what to do. How am I supposed to have this relationship with God? It sounds crazy. It sounds awesome. Hopefully, um, feel free to send us an email or Instagram us because I would love to talk to you guys like one-on-one. I love to talk to people. Everybody could tell you that's friends with me. Christina can talk and talk and talk (laughs) and talk, but I'm also good at listening. And that's the other important part um, about this relationship with God is listening Um, letting God speak to us. Cause a lot of times when we finally get into that relationship and it's like, okay, I can talk to him and I can tell him things that we sometimes forget that we need to pause, sit in silence because a lot of times God speaks through that silence for, you know, quite a bit of time and let God speak to us. So different ways I've seen God speak to me is through other people. And sometimes I'm stubborn and I'm still not listening. There's been situations they're like, you should do this. And I'm like, nope, not happening. Okay. Another person comes up to me. You should do this. Nope. I don't think so. Third person. I'm like, why are you calling me? Comes up to me. You should do this. Okay, fine. I guess it's time to listen, God. I hear you through this person (laughs) that I'm supposed to go do something or not do something. Um, He just just comes at me real hard um, sometimes because I'm being stubborn. And there was a period of time last year where I was going through just a lot in life. And there was a lot of noisiness in my life. And I worked for the church and you were saying, she works for the church. She has a relationship with God and she must listen to God all the time. Oh, I sure told him a lot, but I was not listening to God. There was so much noise in my life um, that there was a period that I was like, what's the point of mass? Should I even go to mass anymore? Like it was a real low um, and I'm not there anymore. I The Lord has redeemed a lot in my life recently. And now I go to mass and I like cry because I'm so happy I'm there sometimes. Um, and the mass is a beautiful prayer And it's heaven and earth kissing. And I love the holy sacrifice of the mass. Um, So my prayer life is really ups, downs. I'm going to yell at God. God's going to go, I told you I would take care of it. I just love that. I'm like, God, you're not taking care of it. You're not doing anything. Why are you doing anything? He's sitting there laughing at me going, ha, ha, ha. Yes, I am. Would you just wait? And then later on, he shows up. And I see that he was working the whole time. Um, cause he always is in his timing. His per- timing is perfect. Um, but there's always more to grow in our relationship with God. There's never going to be a point here on earth that I'm going to be like, all right, I know God and I have this perfect relationship with God. Nope. Sorry. Not possible here on this earth. It'll be like perfect in heaven, but not here. Something I struggle with is I want to be perfect. And God really lately has been, um, communicating to me, um, humbling me. Uh, that's really been my Lent is humility in different ways. God's like, so I'm going to communicate to you and show you that one, you don't have to be perfect. You can't be perfect. You're not God. Um, and that I love you. And through this humility, I'm going to show you how much I love you. So that's a little bit of what my relationship and prayer life has been like um, throughout my life. So Cassie, do you have any like tips for those who maybe want to like start to pray? 
feel like they aren't already. Yeah. Um, I think starting small is very important because sometimes we get like great ideas like let's go into this personal prayer for like a half hour and you haven't prayed in like the last two weeks and can't sit still in silence with Jesus for 30 minutes. So start five and like as you do that for a while, like increase. And once you have that solid foundation, like you will desire that relationship and that time with God. Um, And I think another first important thing is to just show up. Like, Mm. even if it's five minutes, like in those five minutes, God can use them in ways we don't even know. Um, And showing up is very hard at first, but it's so important. Um, And find what works for you. So often, um, we want to do all these devotions and pray the rosary and Divine Mercy Chaplet, which all those are good. But you and your roommate or your friend, your brother, your mom will all have different relationships mm-hmm. with God than you have with God because they're different than you. And that's okay to not do the same thing. Um, and something else that I wanted to point out is like, we all hear God in different ways um, and find the way that God talks to you the most. Um, if that's adoration through praise and worship music, through other people going on rosary walks outside, if it's not raining and cold where you live <laughs> um, and you can do that more often than we can and just like soak in that silence with Jesus because so often the world is so noisy and finding that silence is can be very difficult in our daily lives, but so important. Yeah, I would definitely echo that silence um, because the world is so noisy. And, and I think at least in the U.S. and maybe in other parts of the country too, it's always like, okay, I have to do something and I have to keep on doing something and I have to work. Like th- I should always be doing something or I'm not doing enough. And the yeah. Lord is like, no, I, part of what I created you for is to rest. And in that rest, you, you're you able to sit in silence with me. And I really find when I sit in silence, this is something that's starting to rate um, recently. Now that I have my Sundays off, my old job, I worked a lot on Sundays, like all day long. It was a lot, but now I have Sundays off and I get to start my morning with a cup of coffee and just sitting with our Lord on the couch um, and just slowly starting my day and it's in silence and I have my journal with me. I definitely recommend just having something concrete like a journal, just even if it's a couple words each day, if that's all you can do at first, great. Praise be Jesus Christ. Even if two words come out, like Jesus, I love you. I guess that's three words. <laughs> but even if it's just that, one simple thing, and it starts small, but then it's it, it gets bigger. Um, in the Yeah, go ahead. I don't think we need to have the perfect words for prayer either. Like, mm-hmm. if you just sit in silence with God and don't have any words, like, that's a form of prayer. And, like, God speaks so often in those silent moments that we do give to him. Yeah, and I think in those silent moments, God just shows me things. Like they they come up. It's like, okay, every time I go to be silent, it's like this keeps coming up. And it may not seem like God's communicating with you through that, but he is. Like he's like, I want to bring this to your attention. There's something you need to do about it or pray about or not do um, that you are doing right now. 
So silence and the journal. And the last thing I would say is, and Cassie was talking about this too, is don't compare yourself to others. And that goes for more than just prayer. And in life in general, people are like, well, I want to be this person. I want to be like this saint or this all-star or this pop singer, you know, you name it, this, some famous person um, that you want to be like. And yes, there's good qualities and all those people that we may want to strive for. But in the end, ask God, who are you calling me to be? I'm supposed to be St. Christina of who knows where I'll end <laughs> up. Um, but to be me and not to be somebody else, because I know a lot of my life, I, I would see different people and I'd be like, oh, I want that. I want that. And I want to be just like them. And then you lose who you are and who God created you to be and the special gifts and talents that God has only created for you, that only you can fulfill. God has a special mission for each and every single one of us. And I think the way we really come to know what that special mission is, is to enter into deeper relationship with him, that prayer life, which is essential. That's more important than anything else in your life um, is that relationship with God. Because ultimately after here, we believe in the Catholic church that, well, we're either going to heaven, hell, or purgatory. And purgatory is the elevator up, and heaven is heaven, which is relationship with God. So we don't have a relationship with God here on earth. Do we think we're going to want to go to heaven? Probably not. And I certainly do not want to go to hell. And I think our culture, like, we talk about hell, but I think a lot of people don't think that hell is real. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I love you all, so I'll tell you that hell is real. And some people need that wake-up call that, like, th that is a place. And I don't want anybody go there. And I pray um, for all souls that maybe are going down that path that the Lord may convert their heart um, to go down the path toward heaven. But the thing is, is the Lord desires heaven for every single one of us. But the other thing about our relationship with God is God is not a forceful God. He is not going to force you to do anything. You have to open your heart to be open to that transformation. There's so many, you know, people I know that I'm like, oh, they just need Jesus. And I'm like, <laughs> why can't you just see that you need Jesus? And they're being stubborn. And I'm like, God, just convert their heart. Open their heart has been more of my prayer because they need that open heart in order to torn, torn, turn, I can't talk, towards him. Um, so I just pray for everybody to have open hearts to either enter into or deepen their relationship with God because it's really essential to our life. He who gives us life. Yeah, and he's such a gentle God. And I invite you all to like, just take some time in prayer to reflect on your relationship with God and where he's calling you deeper because God is such a good God. Or as I like to say, God is such a good nugget <laughs> because he sure is. Like just reflecting on your prayer life and seeing where he was when you didn't think he was even around. Like he was working in those moments when you felt abandoned, where you felt lost, where you didn't know where to turn to anymore. He was there and he just loves you so dang much. Like mm, if we were, if we could comprehend his love, like we would die. We would <laughs> die. I, I mean, lately I've been 
getting frustrated because I've been trying to grasp more, which is a beautiful thing. I like who is God. We will always, you know, we will never fully grasp God until we're in total union with him. But in order to be in total union with him, we have to die and go to heaven. So we want to spend earth, you know, trying to get to heaven um, and to become saints. But yeah, that's one thing I'm like, God, I want to know you more. And, and I'm, you know, that perfectionist that wants to know God totally. And people are like, Christina, you can't know him totally until you die. It's okay. Yeah. So what's the quote for this podcast that we're going to end with? Yeah. Um, this quote is from St. Teresa of Avila. Mm. For prayer is nothing else than being on terms of friendship with God. Um, and I just invite you all to like reflect on that and just have that authentic friendship with God and grow. Feel free to share our podcast with friends and family and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions ever, like, don't be afraid to email us or DM us. And the rest of this season, we have exciting guests that will be joining us <laughs> and talking about beautiful topics. So Amen. like and subscribe. I follow, subscribe. I don't really know. <laughs> um, and we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. And have a happy Easter. Happy Easter. Blessed Easter. Divine mercy if we're not back before that. But we might be. God willing, and we are. God willing, you know, life happens. And that's okay. And our prayer life goes through ups and downs just like that too. And know that we are praying for all of you. And if you have any prayer intentions, we'd love to pray for them. So DM us or email us and I, I'd love to pray. Like it's, <laughs> it's so good to be able to pray for others. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.